And let us begin here. Last night, we learned the Shvi, the seventh and final prerequisite that's needed in order for a person to have full and total bitokhan on HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And the seventh one was, namely, that nothing happens in this world unless it is deemed so by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Simply said as that, the the uh, trouble with that is, or the challenge with that is, is that we have things happen with Sibo Mesoyveh. There is cause and effect that seems to make things run, that seems to make things happen, that results happen because of the effort we put in. And that's what makes it all obscure to us. And the Chavaz Zavavaz explained that somebody who indeed understands this concept well, he'll know that he'll turn towards Kiyama mitzvahs, fulfilling mitzvahs, accepting Hashem's Torah, and to understand that indeed, yes, a person does have a lot of power. The power that he has is that he has, we'll use this terminology, he has the ability to manipulate Kaviyochul, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, in terms of how HaKadosh Baruch Hu will decide that things shall happen. Just to mention a beautiful letter from the Chazaynish, Nechela Gimel, letter Samach Beis. He's talking about a certain thing that needed to be done, an activity that needed to be done to save certain people. It was a terrible time and certain people were held captive and they needed to be matzled and needed to save them. So he says you have to look into it well, what exactly is the proper effort to put in. But then the Chazanish writes as follows, Just like when we have acquisitions of money, or assets, possessions, so we know the effort that we put in is merely a penalty. It's merely a knas. It's something that we have to pay. You know, in order to receive something, you have to pay for it. That's the way Hashem made the system in this world. In order for us to receive our panasa, we have to put in effort. But it's not the effort. But God forbid to think. That that a person should think, well, it's his doing, it's his power that was able to bring him these results. Just like we understand that well, that we put in an effort and the result comes only because of Kodesh Baruch who deemed it so, Kain hishtadlus on hatzolas nefesh, rak mitzvah. So too, any effort we put in even to save lives, whether it's our lives or the lives of others. It's only an effort that we put in because we have a mitzvah to put in effort to save lives. But the outcome, whether a life will be saved or not, has nothing to do with that. But we have to remember, we have no ability, there's no power that we have to do anything. Let's get that straight. We have no power to do anything except with our deeds, our maisim tovim, we're able to arouse the mercy and compassion of heaven. That our work and our activity should be indeed should be able to result in what we desire and set out to do. And therefore, if we understand that, someone who davens well and davens with great supplication, who poil yoiser me'amishtadl. In other words, Chazanish is saying you can have two people. One who is very involved in the actual saving of these people, 
They're involved. They go to the scene. They talk to people. They try to be mishtadl. They put in a lot of effort in order to get the results to save people. And then there's a second person who he doesn't have the ability to do that. But he's aware of the situation and he puts an extra tefillah, an extra time into davening, an extra kabon into davening. Says the Chazanish, it could be that he's actually activating more compassion and Shemayim than the other fellow. The other fellow is also activating. Why? Because he's putting in his effort to try to save the person. In other words, that's the way it works. The way it works is that through our maisim, we are able to arouse Hashem's compassion. And if it will happen, it's only because Hashem decided it will happen. That's what we have to understand clearly. And that was what the Chavos was saying right over here in that piece. So we'll now continue along the Ha'akdoma Hashemis. We already took the first of five, and the first of five broke it up into seven different prerequisites that we just went through. And now we'll continue Bezer Hashem with Ha'akdoma number two. Ha'akdoma number two is Hashemis Sheyei Davis Barer Etzloi. That he has to know, and it has to become clear to him, it has to become clear to a person, intellectually and emotionally, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is always watching him. HaKadosh Baruch Hu sees the person at every moment. The, the, the person is never hidden from HaKadosh Baruch Hu's view. Negleyu both externally, internally, utsvunay, and what he's thinking in his mind, venereyu, and what is seen, the way he feels, what he says, and what he does. And he adds one more point. One more point is that beside the fact that a person has to know and be clear that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is always watching him, HaKadosh Baruch Hu knows what he's thinking, HaKadosh Baruch Hu knows the motives for his actions. HaKadosh Baruch Hu also knows whether the person really has bitachin by Hashem or not. And he also knows HaKadosh Baruch Hu also knows does the person really have bitachin. Or, as we mentioned the other night, he's talking the talk. He's walking the walk, but he's not actually living like that. He says, yes, I have bitachin, I have amuna. He knows how to say it, he knows how to say chazal, but does he really believe it? That's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu sees. Sometimes a person can even fool himself. He thinks he's a Baal Bitochen, he thinks I am Bitochen and Hashem. Oy. And Nebuchadnezzar, if he's tested, what will be? HaKadosh Baruch Hu knows if he's really sincere about his Bitochen. And now he brings a few psukim to demonstrate this. Like the Pesach says, Hashem Hashem knows the thoughts of man. That they are futile. The inner of the hearts, the inner understanding, the inner thinking of the hearts, who Yavin Hashem understands. Sometimes Hashem understands it better than the person. Again, the person could fool other people, the person could even fool himself, and he thinks, I have talking. sure, I'm a talking. And Hashem knows, oh, you're far from really being a talking. You're getting there, but you're not there yet. Don't say you're. The Baal Bitochen that Chavazavav is talking about. 
You alone, Hashem, know is Levav Kol B'nei Odom. Only Hashem knows what is deeply and truthfully in the heart of a person. So when it becomes clear to the person who's trying to attain a level of bitachun, it comes clear to him that he can't fool Hashem. And if and only Hashem knows that he really has bitachun in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. When that becomes clear, So he better be careful what he says. He better not say out. He better not express that he has bitachin. Without really having bitachin in his heart, in his mind. A person should not say, yeah, I have bitachin. He should sometimes a person tells Hashem that. Sometimes he says, Hashem, you know I have bitachin in you, I trust in you. So please let this happen. Please let this be successful. And the Chavazavah is saying that if a person realizes that he better be truthful in what he says because Hashem really knows if he has bitachin or not. Or really he's saying it, but he also trusts himself. He trusts a system. He trusts other people helping out. And we'll see other examples of that coming up in the next paragraph. So then you know what it's going to be like if a person doesn't really have it in his lave, in his mind? He could be included in those that instead about It's actually a covet. It's actually honor for Hashem to say, Hashem, I trust you. Yeah, but it's lip service. With his mouth and his lips, he honors Hashem. Hashem, I trust only in you. You're the one who does everything. But his heart is very far from that that he speaks with his mouth. So that's what Chavis of Ovis is warning a person. But if he understands this concept, a second concept here is, besides that Hashem is compassionate and all-powerful and always wants the best and is a nadvan and a chesed. But now if he realizes that at every moment of every day, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is watching and knowledgeable of everything that the person does, everything that the person says, and everything that the person thinks. And even Hashem knows more clearly if the person really has been talking or not. So then the person will not just relegate himself to saying, of course I have been talking, yes. The person will be careful. You know what? I know Hashem knows the truth. So am I living up to the level that I'm saying am I at, I'm at? Am I living up to the level that I would like to be at? Or maybe I should say, Hashem, I'm trying to be a Baal Bitochen. I'm trying to have utmost Bitochen in you, but I'm not there yet. Or I'm not sure if I'm there yet. If a person knows that, then when he says, Hashem, I have Bitochen in you, it won't be just praising Hashem with his lips and his mouth, but it'll be sincere with his heart. That's Akdom HaShemus. And now we go to Akdom HaShlishis. And here, we have to take our time. There's no rush. We're going through the, the Sefer Bezer Hashem. There's no rush. Of course, when we finished Shar uh, Bitochen, no doubt we can make a big Siyam. But we're not in a rush. We have to go through it to be able to inculcate it and incorporate it in our lives for real. And here, this already, the Chavos goes into something quite fundamental, and something that is, on a practical level, 
something that comes up all too often. So let's begin, and we'll continue with it, of course, in the coming nights. The third item that needs to be clear to a person, and that is as follows. That he has to be meyached Hashem in his trust in him. Meyached means he has to make HaKadosh the individual, the Yachid, the only one. Just like when we say Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokein Hashem Echad, Hashem is the only one. There's no other power. There's no other being. So too, my bitochen has to be in Hashem alone, and it has to be a Yichud. You know, when a, a couple gets married, the Chosin and the Kala, they go to the Yichud room. They go to the room where they're secluded, meaning nobody else. This is the only one. This is the only woman. This is the only man that I consider. In the relationship of a husband and wife, there's nobody else. There's no other woman in my life in this type of relationship. There's no other man in my life in this intimate relationship. So it is with our bitachin and Hakadosh Baruch Hu. We have to understand that there is nobody else. And when we have bitachin, it has to be a full measured bitachin entirely on Hakadosh Baruch Hu and nobody else. And we would think, of course, I mean, who else? After everything we've learned, who else are we going to invite? into this relationship of Bitochen, except HaKadosh Baruch when the person himself. Oh, says the Chavis of Ovis, we'll see, there could be others that we may try to invite in. Says Chavis of Ovis like this, it has to be in every matter that a person has to have Bitochen in Hashem. And he cannot incorporate he cannot bring any other partners here in what he has or who he has bitochen in. And if he brings other people in, well, then he'll trust that person. Or in one of the other human beings. And if that happens, he's going to be losing then his full bitochen, his soul bitochen in Hashem, Whenever we attribute any other power to any other being other than other than HaKadosh Baruch Hu, automatically that diminishes the amount of bitachon we have in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So this is already a more difficult task because it even when a person gets to the point where he understands that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the one to have soul bitachon on and after describing the omnipotence of Hashem, after describing how oh, Hashem is the only one from a logical standpoint, from a Torah standpoint, that it makes sense to have be talking only in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, yet there are circumstances that come up in a person's life that he's almost forced to have be talking on others. And that's what makes it extremely challenging to try to de- divide the fact that we have to engage in the help of others, yet keep our bitochen solely on HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that he's going to get into as an example, as we'll see, Yom in the coming nights, how that gets into in terms of when we go to a doctor. How does that work? We're using the doctor, we're getting the help of the doctor, we're seeking, seeking, we are seeking the, the assistance and the salvation of the doctor, yet it can't be that we place any trust and confidence in the doctor. That seems to be a very hard challenge 
to split that up. And we'll have to see and develop it, how that goes in the coming nights. A good tonight.